1: Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And believe it or not, I am sitting here with a man who crushed it last week. Ten and six, Elliot. Just a dominant performance from Elliot Shore Parks, as expected.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, we love Parks Casino. Let's just say after the week I turned in, Parks Casino doesn't love me. (laughs) You know, like I'm I'm, I'm handing out winners. Anyone that listens was, was victorious last week with my picks. Uh, double digit wins. Many people said it couldn't be done, but you know, it is, uh, I've now done it three times this year. So I'm basically, uh, you know, the smartest gambling guy out there. Yes.
1: Yeah. We won't mention the season long record. Um, (laughs) I look, I I need to, I need to avoid, I said at the beginning of the season and multiple times through, I have one goal. One goal all season long is just to end above 500. I'm at one twenty three and 13 right now. I need to avoid a three and thirteen week, Elliot. A four and yeah, twelve we, week a, or better, yeah. and I'm good to go, buddy. So I don't think I can finish over five hundred, right? Because
2: I'm one twelve and one twenty four. I guess if, if you go
1: 15 and, one, fifteen and one or sixteen and zero, we'll get you there. Boom! That's all it takes. Well, I,
2: <laughs> I started the week four and zero oh last time, so
1: we you were riding yeah. high. I was getting some excited. I, I was riding high. My yeah. man was feeling it. Uh, well, the, the games are tough this
2: week because. There's There's the this is the, the toughest week by this. far.
1: There's playoff vacations. there. Who's going to sit? Who's going to start? Luckily, we found out Pittsburgh's going to sit, guys. But, like, for most of these games, we don't know. It is going to be really, really hard to pick these games, Elliot. I think the toughest week we've had by far for that reason. Um, and, look, to to the point about the records and the season-long thing, like, Whenever people do picks, you know, like whether it's on the midday show or this or that, they get to cherry pick. They get to say, all right, these are my four yep. favorite games of the week. These are my five favorite games. These are my three favorite games of the week, and I'm going to pick these games. We have to pick every game here, all right? We have to pick every game on this like, No shying away from anything. We take all the bullets, and I'm not saying we deserve some props for that. I'm just saying we pick every game. You know what I'm saying?
2: Look. Yeah. Real one, real ones only. You know, like yeah. people that only pick and choose certain games. Like that's fun. It's cute. I would say it's actually, cute. cute. Cute is the, is the word. word. But for like, it. yeah. Well said,
1: Elliot. It's cute. yeah.
2: It's adorable. real. Real it's men pick every game of the NFL slate. So right
1: we've
2: that. done it. For, done it for sixteen weeks. We'll do the playoffs. Like we're we're hitting our hot streak at the right
1: time. Yeah. That that's the key here. We're getting hot at the right time. You were ten and six this week. I was ten and six last week. We're like back to back ten week. You know, ten winners yep. is, is impressive to say the least. Um, all right, let's dive in as uh, we are heading into Week 17. Elliot Short Parks. Uh, all games are on Sunday this week. There's no Thursday. There's no Saturday. There's no Monday. It all happens on Sunday. A day full of football. Let's dive in. As you mentioned, there's a lot of incantations. What matters? What doesn't? We'll go through some of that as we go through these. Games, even though I think you need a an advanced uh, mathematics degree to truly understand it, as it is like super yeah. intense. The different incantations. I have it
2: pulled. I have it pulled up. Okay, so good. We'll this, we'll try it's... and
1: get through them as we go. Um, let's start off, Elliot. Um, normally I go first because I was the one with the better record last week. Not the case, my friend. You were up first here, Atlanta yeah. at Tampa Bay. The Bucks a six and a half point home favorite. This is one of those ones where, um, the Bucks have clinched a playoff spot, but technically have not clinched the. Uh, five seed, which of course would mean you get to play the NFC's team. So you wonder how important that is to them versus going to the six seed, uh, who could be a team without a, a quarterback. There's all kinds of issues here. Um, hard to know how strongly the Bucks are going to play it. What do you think about this one?
2: Cool. So already this is very confusing. Just that alone. So, my initial read was Bucks minus six and a half. Like they're clicking right now. We saw that in Detroit. Detroit, obviously, a bit of a mess because of the coaching situation. Worked out well for us. Like we made this pick prior to their coaching staff, you know, unfortunately, you know, testing positive for COVID. But from the gambling standpoint, it worked out great for us. Um, hmm. The Bucks, like maybe wanting to lose this game is an interesting aspect to it, but Atlanta's going to want to lose too. I'm gonna say the Bucks stay hot. I'm gonna go Bucks minus six and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go that way too, strictly because I do think that when they step back, they will say it is that much more important to play Washington or the Giants or the Cowboys. Like I think that they will say, All right, like, you know, yeah, we're in the playoffs no matter what, but if we win this game, we're playing the NFC's team. I, I just I think that's valuable. It also means you're you're not playing the number one seed in the second round. Like, there's multiple um Reasons that that is the correct thing to do, and I think ultimately they'll do it. So, I agree with you. I think Tampa Bay will cover the six and a half, even though Atlanta's been frisky. Uh, I agree, I will take Tampa Bay covering the six and a half. Uh, this one's pretty clear in terms of need versus don't need. Uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati, a speaking of frisky, a two straight wins in a row. Bengals I know, team here. Me. Baltimore is Killing a me. 13 point favorite, obviously, in this one, Baltimore. Uh, If they win, they are pretty much a lock to make the playoffs. Um, What do you think about this one? Or I'm up first on this one. I'm taking Baltimore. I'm laying the 13 points. Cincinnati, it is tough to do this against Cincinnati, and I won last week by taking Cincinnati. I thought they would cover against the Texans. They actually won the game. Um, I really like how they're playing. They're fighting at the end of the season. But uh, Baltimore has been handling business, like, flat out. Mm -hmm. They just go in and blow teams out and move on to the next uh, they need to win this game to make the playoffs. Cincinnati does not. I think Baltimore blows them out. I'll lay the thirteen. So not to diminish
2: what Cincinnati's done because it is impressive and it has been devastating for my my gambling. But like maybe Pittsburgh isn't as good as we thought. They they almost lost Indianapolis. We're getting handled in that game. And then we know Houston's not that good. So I do think Baltimore is the best team that Cincinnati's faced over the last three weeks. And uh, I'll take you know it's got to take that into consideration. So. I'll also uh, lay the points with Baltimore.
1: All right, here's an important one for our purposes and wondering, uh, going into that Sunday night game, we will know that if the Eagles do win, like we both think they will, sadly, um, the winner of this game is going to the playoffs. Dallas at the Giants. Dallas is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. You're up first in this one. Andy Dalton
2: is playing really well. Uh, he's probably the best quarterback in the division right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is in the discussion, but, man, Andy Dalton looks really good. Granted, it was against a banged-up Eagles secondary, but he was—he he's playing great, and I think he's way better than uh, whoever the Giant. Man, I'm assuming they'll start Daniel Jones. He's been a bit banged up. But uh, I'm going to go Cowboys minus two and a half. I think they're actually getting hot at the right time, unfortunately. I know that pains you to hear. But um, I think there's a decent chance that things break their way and they end the day in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, me too. We're 3 for 3 so far on these games. I just think Dallas is better than Giants right now. I mean, the Giants have yeah, fallen Giants apart. Giants fell apart. They fell apart. I mean, the Giants are are probably legitimately the worst team. It's so funny cuz we were all like, you know, 6 weeks ago, well, wow, Giants are clearly the best team in the NFC East. I think it's pretty clear they're the I don't know how it'll play out, but they're the best team. I think they're pretty clearly yeah. the worst team right now. You know, I would I would take all the other teams over them. Uh, in a neutral field game, so to speak, right now. The Giants have been playing horrible football. I think you have to take Dallas and lay the 2.5 in that one. All right, Uh, um, I am up first, this one. And this is a tough one, too, because, again, this is one of those, who's going to play what? Miami at Buffalo. Miami a a 3.5-point underdog in Buffalo. Uh, Miami needs the game. Obviously, if they win, they are in Um, one of those teams with a a needing to win. Buffalo, interesting spot for Buffalo because – Buffalo has not locked up the two-seed yet, but...
2: Right, tied with Pittsburgh.
1: Tied with Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh has already announced that they are not starting their players against Cleveland. We'll get to that game eventually, but um, it's an interesting spot for Buffalo because um, if they win, they can lock up the two-seed. How valuable is the two-seed, you wonder? I mean, first of all, you're. I think a lot of those teams are similar. You, I think, my, ideally, you want to play Miami rather than the Colts or, I don't know, the Browns are playable, I suppose, too, but... Um, I think more than anything, the reason you want the two seed in the uh, in the AFC is, you know, for a fact, you don't have to go to Kansas City in the second round. That seems yep. pretty valuable. Um, but, man, I I don't know if there's a huge difference. I certainly think that Miami has more to play for in this game than Buffalo does. Um,
2: I can hear and, you talk, talking yourself through this one. I'll make my pick first. Please.
1: I'm, like, I'm, I'm actually I'm, legit. It's my Dolphins, so I'm, I'm torn on this one. Alex. Right okay
2: so i'm going buffalo laying the points they're just they're playing so well right now right like and i think that if you told me josh Allen wasn't playing i probably wouldn't pick them but honestly even that like i just think they are maybe more than any other team in the nfl right now just clicking on all cylinders i guess green bay is in that discussion too but i just think buffalo is playing great and it's in buffalo um i actually in a weird way like what miami's doing with the quarterbacks like from afar at least i think that you know, the constant pulling of Tua seems bad, but it seems to be, oddly enough, working for them. Um, but I just, I think Buffalo is the better team, and they have enough motivation. So I'm going Buffalo with the
1: points. Yeah, I, I definitely think they're the better team. I, I, I'm leaning that way. That's why I'm struggling with this, though, because I do believe, like, I can see a scenario where Buffalo just doesn't care about this game the same way Miami does. But it's in Buffalo. I ultimately think Buffalo will, will try and win just hard enough Man, the hook is. You know what? Screw it. I'm not going to spend the last yeah, week. Of the, dolphins. I'm not going to spend the last week of yeah. the season abandoning my squad. I'll take the three and a half. It's the hook is doing it for me here. I could see them losing by three. I will take the Dolphins. I'm sticking with you, Brian. Mm. Let's go, Flores. Let's go, dog. I,
2: I will say. In the week where you don't know a lot about what's going on in terms of like who's going to actually try and all that, like taking the team with the points feels like an overall good strategy. Right. And again, the team that not making that, me feel great, I've picked the favorites more in a The team
1: you know in this one, I know, I know for a fact, Miami wants and has to win this game. I don't know for a fact, Buffalo does. Yeah. So. Um, But, again, we've seen that. So Look, again, all we have to do is go back a couple years with the Philadelphia Eagles and look at that Chicago Bears team that had absolutely nothing to play for against a Minnesota team that needed to win to get in, and the Bears won that game. So, you know? Yep. So, who knows? Um, All right, next game. I'll go first since you just bailed me out on that one. Uh, One of the few games on the slate, which is uh, literally no meaning to anyone about anything other than draft positioning. Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota is a seven-point favorite. Uh, you can't make the line high enough for me against Detroit right now. I think Detroit, maybe if I had to pick, other than maybe the Jags, if I had to pick one team to lose one game, if I had to say, all right, who's the most likely to lose one game today right now, the Lions might be that team. They've been an abomination lately. They've just been getting waxed. Uh, I'll lay the seven points of Minnesota.
2: Yeah, I'm exactly the same with it. I, I just think... The Detroit's terrible. We saw that against Tampa Bay, obviously, when they played on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, without question, lay Minnesota with the points.
1: All right, the hottest team in football, the New York Jets!
2: Un- it's unreal. It's like— <laughs> The Jets. God, it's got to just suck so bad to be a Jets fan how, and how, to watch that how, happening. How
1: crippling is that? Like, Trevor Lawrence, like, whatever—whether you're a college football guy or not, like, like, Trevor Lawrence is spoken of in, you know— the John Elway, Andrew Luck, like in those phrases, in those terms of like one of the true great, in terms of scouting coming out of college, one of the true great quarterbacks that they've ever seen. And you're the, the team. I mean, you're 0 13 or 0 what is it? 0 14. No, you're, yeah, 0 13. They time. were 0 13. Yes, 0 yes, 13. And you're cruising to that. And then they went two straight. It's just, it's the ultimate kick in the balls. It's, Well, I I truly feel for Jets fans.
2: What makes it so bad is not obviously losing the number one pick in any year sucks, like especially when there's a quarterback there, but like Cincinnati, you can talk yourself into saying, well, they're going to have the same head coach next year. Like they're going to have a lot of the same players around Joe Burrow. Like, okay. Them losing draft stocks, not the worst thing in the world. New York is going to have a complete overhaul. Like Gase is not coming back. Right. A lot of that roster won't be back. Who even knows if Darnold will be back. So there's just literally nothing to gain for it. You're not building anything. And it just, it just shows like Gase is just like the worst head coach you could have. Like he's terrible all the time. And then you need him to lose the last few weeks. and All of a sudden they're playing. Well, it's just, it's absolutely terrible. It's a so disaster. I will be taking, I'll be taking the Patriots minus three.
1: Uh, so that being three said. and a half, I believe. Correct. Three and a half. Um, yeah. I'm going to take the Jets. <laughs> Why not ride the odd hand? I mean, they can't screw it up anymore. They're locked into the two-pick, so it really doesn't matter whether they win or lose. Look, they're fighting. The Jets are playing hard. And, like, the Patriots looked god-awful last night. Like, they were a, a horrendous, horrendous opponent for Buffalo. Cam Newton... Cam Newton made Carson Wentz, this year's version of Carson Wentz, look like an all-pro. Like, Cam Newton is that bad. Like, we keep saying Carson Wentz was the worst quarterback in football. He wasn't. Cam Newton was. <laughs> I mean, like, just, oh, not, somebody who started sorry, every week. Dude. I mean, he got pulled. Stidham got brought in. Stidham was a disaster, too. But, like, Cam's arm is just as cooked as arms get. Like, he is just so done. Um. So, uh,
2: I, I actually— talked to me in the- I'm going to take the Jets. Look at you! How about that? Yeah. Uh, Actually, you know what? I promised myself all year I wouldn't take them. So never mind. Patriots minus three now. Final
1: pick. There you go. All right. So you're sticking with the Pats. Um, It would be funny to see the Jets beat the Patriots, wouldn't it? Um, Belichick's actually one of those people who is smart enough to understand that losing this game is better for the Patriots than winning it. So I could see him going out and
2: losing. They're Um, in a weird place, though. Like they're, They're 12th pick right now. They're tied with three other teams with six wins. So... I guess in theory they could go to 14 if they were to win, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. He'll, he'll be thinking of that.
1: All right. Uh, next one. This is another one of those with, uh, you know, implications, but uh, the, the one that we've gotten some clarity on and that Pittsburgh at Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh is a 10 point underdog in Cleveland because Cleveland needs the game. And Mason Rudolph is playing quarterback for Pittsburgh. And Mike Thomas already said he's going to get other guys rest as well. um, I'm up first on this one, I believe. Um, (laughs) Doesn't it feel like the most Browns thing ever would be to lose to Mason Rudolph in this game? It just just feels so, so what's going to happen. I ultimately do think Cleveland will win this game, but if you're going to tell me that the Browns, the team that just lost to the Jets with the playoffs on the line, is going to win by more than 10 points against anybody, I don't think so. I'm gonna take the ten points. I, I think Cleveland wins. I don't think they blow them out.
2: All right, I disagree. I'm gonna take Cleveland with the uh, Cleveland minus ten. I just think they they need it. Obviously, Pittsburgh doesn't. I think sitting your quarterback is like the ultimate. We're mailing it in. And so Pittsburgh's not really gonna be trying. Frankly, I haven't been playing that great anyway. Cleveland super needs this. Ten points is a lot of points, but I think this one could just be a complete blowout. So, I'm going to go uh, Cleveland minus the 10.
1: Yeah, it could be. I just don't see Cleveland blowing up. But I do think Pittsburgh
2: like plus 10 feels like the smarter bet. But my, it's I'm just feeling Cleveland minus a lot
1: of points. 10. All right. Uh, it's this, a lot of points. This next game might be literally the hardest one to pick. Uh, Arizona and the Rams. Uh, Arizona is a one-and-a-half point road dog. The reason it is impossible to pick is I've never heard of the two guys playing quarterback. Like, yeah. So, Goff, I saw Goff is I definitely out. What's his name? John something? Yeah. Some guy is going to play. I never. Like, these are guys. Yeah. Like, normally, the backup quarterbacks in Anvil, you're like, oh, at least I knew them from college or I've heard of them from the draft or whatever. I've never heard of either of these guys. The guy who's starting for the Cardinals, or likely, Kyler Murray is not definitely out. Like, Goff is definitely out. Um, but the, the backup for the Cardinals, I never heard of him either. It's This could be a game of two quarterbacks I've literally never heard of in my life, Elliot. I mean, how do you pick that? Well, the back.
2: I saw a picture of the backup for the Cardinals. He's a former, I think, like CFL or XFL player. White guy, completely tattooed up. Like, it was that was a little intriguing in my pick. Like, I don't know. There, there's something about it, but I, I think I'm up first, right?
1: You are up first, correct.
2: All right. So, I think when it comes to this, like, I'm just picking the better coach. Yep. You know? With so with you on this, so gonna, literally, you're I'm saying take,
1: exa- This is yeah. literally... It's it's all right. Who do I trust more to win a game with a backup quarterback, Sean McVay or Cliff Kingsbury? And it's McVay by a mile. Like it's not even yeah. close. I, again, we've talked about it a lot, but I really, I don't think that that generally nationally it gets harped on enough. That Cliff Kingsbury is a bottom five coach in the NFL. And that guy's a disaster. I mean, that loss last week to San Francisco was an unforgivable coaching loss. It really was. I mean, he like yeah. it's like he like completely forgot what his offense is. It's like he did nothing of what. The, the Cowboys did to roll up the score on San Francisco. They put up like 40 points on San Francisco the week before, and then they come out with like a completely different game plan. They don't do any of the stuff that Dallas was doing. It made absolutely no sense. It was a, 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 an abominable coaching performance by Cliff Kingsbury. That guy's bad. He's a bad coach.
2: Yeah, I, I said. I mean, this is why I thought the Eagles would beat them, but fortunately, they, they did not, as we saw. But uh, yeah, I don't think he's a good coach.
1: Yeah, he's bad. All right. Uh, more games to get to, including what I think should have been the Sunday night game. We'll get to that in a sec. But again, obviously, if you're listening to this pod, you know you've been, you know the deal. You've been doing it all year. If you haven't downloaded the Parks you know, Sportsbook app, I don't know what you're doing. You have to download this app. It is a blast. It's intuitive. It's easy to use. It's fun. And again, you can bet on every single game on the slate. Every single thing we've talked about. Every line that we've talked about or will talk about, you can bet on right now. With the Parksino Sportsbook app, of course, you can bet on college football as well. You can bet on college hoops. You can bet on pro basketball, pro hockey's coming back, like anything and everything. And in football itself, you can live bet games, instant betting, bet on player performances, bet on how many touchdowns will be scored. Literally anything you can think of, you can bet on. Follow Elliott's Twitter. He's been giving out winners right and left. With football, we need to specify. Still getting the legs under him with the NBA stuff, right? Oh trying, wait,
2: yeah. N- not the not the hottest start. Oh and two, as people were very happily reminding me. And the worst part is this is the worst feeling is when you, you make a bet, and then like five minutes into the game, it's already oh, over. You're like, well, worst. I
1: guess that one It's the was worst. It's yeah, the worst Yeah, and that
2: happened opening night of the NBA. So I'm working on my NBA. But uh, nothing but winners in NFL. All
1: right. Well pay attention, Elliot, at Elliot Shore Parks. Get the parks picks of the week and use it to play with the Park Casino Sportsbook app. Again, it is the best app I've used. It is so much fun. It is It makes the games more fun watching it. And again, they got some awesome deals for you. New customers, you get a free $50 sportsbook bet with no deposit required whatsoever. Free, limited time offer. You can also, of course... Get a risk-free bet of up to $500 if you sign up now. Yes, $500. Here's what you do for these deals. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your risk-free bet of up to $500, your free bet uh, of $50 with no deposit required as well. Any of these deals, again, that's parxcasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, E, let's get to the rest of these games. This next one is the one that I thought should have been the Sunday night game. Uh, I, I know that there are things that can happen, like if Arizona loses, then Chicago's just in, and that takes away their reason for for caring. If both the Saints and Seattle lose, then Green Bay gets the one seed, and they don't have any riches to care. But very likely, there will be stakes at least on one side of this game and green bay at chicago is such a better game for every possible reason i just this should have been the game i'm very disappointed it's not but green bay at chicago the bears are a five and a half point road uh, excuse me home underdog in this one of course as we mentioned before stakes on both sides when they're playing they won't know the outcome so uh bears winning in uh Packers, win, and you're the one seed. So, like, this is a game with real true stakes on either side. Both these teams should be coming out and trying to win this game. Uh, I am up first on this one. Um, and I'm just going to keep rolling with Green Bay here. Um, you, know, yep. it, you know, Aaron Rodgers, it, we've been talking all year about the FU season. You know, I bet on them to win the Super Bowl on the Casino Sportsbook app back in whenever it was, you know, September, end of September. I told you they're my favorite. I love them. I don't know if I would pick them right now, but – um they're certainly in the running. They're gonna be the one seed in the NFC, I think, when they beat the Bears on Sunday. And I think they'll do it by more than five and a half points. I think this Bears magical Mitch Trubisky run finally comes to an end, Elliot. Yeah,
2: I agree. I look, I'm definitely not buying in on Mitch Trubisky. He is playing well, but this is just such a classic, like all of a sudden he's gonna need a contract and he's playing super well type of thing. I'm just I'm just absolutely not buying in on them. And you've said it many times, and I think it's true. Like, the one seed really, really matters this year. You're the only team that gets the buy, especially for a team like Green Bay. I mean, you want to talk about two teams at the top of the NFC where really going to their home, their, like, uh, stadium matters versus them having to travel elsewhere. Going to Lambeau Field, going to New Orleans, it's huge differences. So I think they, they're going to be motivated, and I think they'll win. So Packers
1: minus five and a half. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, All right, Uh, here's a uh, uh, one side has something to play for, the other doesn't, Um, literally, as Jacksonville is the one pick. It's over. They have locked it in. They're done. Uh, And they are at Indy, who is, of course, um, fighting for a playoff spot, certainly need to win and need some help. Um, Indy is a a 14-and-a-half home favorite, uh, point favorite in this one, Elliot. You're up first on this one.
2: So I'm going to take Indianapolis, Indianapolis minus 14 and a half. But let me just say this. Like there's so much talk in Philly about Frank Reich and like versus Doug Peterson and all that stuff. Like if Indianapolis doesn't make the playoffs this year, I, I like Frank Reich as a head coach. I do. And yeah, the offense isn't been as good since he left. But he will have one playoff win in his time as a Colt in three years, which will be exactly how many Doug has since Frank Reich left. And I get that they're playing in a tougher division. They have a better record. Like, those things are true. But I do think maybe we need to, like, calm down the Frank Reich Rank, Frank, Rank hype a little bit here. Like, they, they were – they're not going to be in the playoffs this year probably. I don't think they were in last I year. I, mean, were, say, they I don't think
1: he has any playoff wins, did he? Oh, he did. His first year they won a game. You're right.
2: When they were getting – yeah, yeah. And I think they were getting blown out the year and then came back, if I'm not mistaken. So, regardless, I just – I don't know. I think we all need to take a step back with the Frank Wright hype. So Indianapolis might a half, but they're not in the playoffs. Like all year we've heard about how good they are. And they're not even gonna be a playoff team.
1: Yeah, so. and well, and I think I do think they'll get in because of the way this stuff will play out. I think they I actually think that I've have, I have more confidence they're gonna get in than most teams in the NFC. Cleveland. Yeah, well just because I feel the most confident that they're gonna win on Sunday. You know, I don't know who yeah. else gonna win on Sunday. I feel very confident they'll beat Jags. Well, I'm with you. I am also taking them to cover in this game just because Jacksonville's been so bad and so beatable and get, getting blown up. Uh, it just feels like Indy's going to come out and handle business. Um, but it's also an interesting, like I think Eagles fans should root for them to not make the playoffs. I think it's far more likely that they're going to be interested in trading for Carson Wentz if they're not coming off of Phillips-Rivers playoff run. So I think it's an interesting angle to it as well. All right, uh, next game. Uh, I'm up first on this one, the Los Angeles Chargers at Kansas City. Um, this is one of those, what? because the Chargers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, but that is because Kansas City has openly said, Chad, anytime. uh, they're resting everybody they can. Um, I am going to... Uh, it You know what? Even still, even with the backups, three-and-a-half points on the road for the Chargers feels like a lot. I think the Chiefs fight it. I think they lose maybe by three. I'll take the points here. I'm taking the points with the backups, Elliot. So, the the...
2: Los Angeles is kind of hot. I mean, they've won three in a row. They've all been one possession game. So I think maybe they're starting to turn it around a little bit. I'm going to take the Charges. I don't love the idea of taking them favored in Kansas City, even with the backups playing. But, uh, yeah, look, they've won recently. They've proved me wrong. I mean, earlier on in the year we were betting them, I was saying I just don't trust them to come out in the clutch, and they've done it over recent games. So uh, I, I'm going to pick uh, – Pick Los Angeles,
1: three and a half. Yeah, look, I don't feel great about taking backups. If it were three points, I might have gone with the Chargers. The hook sold it for me there. All right, uh, finally, another game that means literally nothing. Las Vegas at Denver. Las Vegas, a two-point favorite in this one. Uh, You're up first. Who cares? Is that your answer?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, seriously. (laughs) Um,
1: I'll take Denver minus. Denver plus. Me too. A, I'm just taking the points. B, Denver, a tough place to play. The Raiders are out of it. Uh, I think gave their last gasp against Miami. I think they show up and just um, don't bring it in the last game of the season. All right. Uh, New Orleans at Carolina. Uh, New Orleans is a six and a half point favorite in Carolina. Obviously, New Orleans has a lot to play for in the sense that they won't know what happens to the Packers game. If they win, the Packers lose. They are the one seed. I think they handle business. I think they beat the division rival by more than six and a half points.
2: Yeah. Look, Carolina did the job last week for the Eagles, right? They're clearly still playing hard. But uh, I, the Saints need it just in case, whatever reason, Green Bay does lose. So I will lay the points with the Saints as Yeah,
1: well. I feel pretty confident about that one. All right, uh, another one. With one team with something to play for, the other not, Seattle. Um, still has a chance to buy. Now, Seattle, less... I think you look at it if you're Seattle and you say, all right, we need Green Bay and New Orleans to lose. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. So maybe you're a little more likely to maybe not um, give it all you got from a play-calling or starting player's perspective. But still going into the game with something to play for. However... San Francisco's been pretty good. Uh, San Francisco's actually Jekyll and Hyde. Divisional game, Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, But San Francisco, a five-and-a-half point dog at home against Seattle. You're up first on this one. I'm
2: going to take Seattle minus five-and-a-half. I agree that it's a bit of a tough spot. And, like, Seattle has has something to play for. But, as you mentioned, it's not really likely. San Francisco's been playing good. But, ultimately, I just think in these situations, just take the team that needs to win, right? So, I'm going to go Seattle minus five-and-a-half.
1: I am uh, very, very torn on this one for those reasons you said, but I, too, will – I'll trust Russell. I'll trust Seattle to get the job done, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked at all if I look up in the fourth quarter and San Francisco's up by seven. You're regretting this decision. All right, two more games. Uh, One of them we've already picked, uh, Eagles-Washington, so we'll just let everyone know with Washington and the Eagles, we both very sadly are taking the Eagles (laughs) plus one. Uh, we both just see a world where, of course, to, to use Elliott's reasoning, uh, w- a- which I said to him was the best reason he had, and he ended up being right, but one of the main reasons for why the Eagles would beat the Saints and Jalen Hurts' first start was, of course, because of course. Yep. And this just feels like a because of course. The Eagles are going to win this game type of win. Uh, but one more game to pick, Tennessee at Houston. Uh, Tennessee a, seven and a half point favorite in this one. I am up first. This is a— um. It's a big line for a division game. Houston played them tight before, but of course, going to our who needs it type of thing, The Titans have a lot to play for. Houston, nothing to play for, though they don't have their own draft pick, so no reason for them to want to lose in any way, shape, or form. But um, I really don't feel great about this one. My gut is telling me to take Houston, but I'm going to go against my gut and use my brain and say that Tennessee's going to run all over them and they'll win by more than 7.5, but I feel very torn on this one.
2: I feel good about Tennessee minus seven and a half. They need it. Um, I think Houston will already be looking you know, to the offseason. They know it's over for then after this. Uh, Tennessee coming off of an ugly loss to Green Bay. So I think they'll want to right the ship uh, to get into the playoffs and then obviously to play good once they get there. So I'll go Tennessee minus seven and a half.
1: Elliot, 17 weeks of picking games, man. How about it? Boom. It's pretty I awesome. Know. It's pretty awesome. Every game, well, every game, all season.
2: Coming this week.
1: Yeah, yep. I think you're gonna do it. I I actually feel really good. We picked a lot of the same games, so it could be a banner. So one one, one quick take on the
2: flexing of the Eagles game. So I understand there's no fans this year, and I know they're not moving it to a different day. But if you bought tickets to that game, wouldn't you be devastated that it got moved from one uh, o'clock to eight twenty? Crush
1: my soul. I would. I would. I would... I, so I don't think they should be allowed to do
2: it. Like I get why and everything, but. I just think it sucks for people that have to go. And there's no fans this year, so it doesn't matter. But it's more of a larger pitcher flexing thing. Yeah,
1: no, I agree with you. I mean, I get it. It is what it is. I think when you buy tickets to a game like this, you know that you are taking the risk that it could get flexed the way the NFL is now. So I think it's what it is. But I would certainly be annoyed about it. <laughs> no question.
2: No yeah, question. for sure. All
1: right. Uh, we will be back on Saturday. WIP 1-3. to Listen, call us. 215-592-9494. Elliot and I always say both, On the show, on the air, and off the air, to each other all the time. It is our favorite thing when podcast listeners call us on the radio. Like it is our top thing to get to interact with you guys, uh, like the true ones, as we like to say. Um, So if you can, yeah, the real ones. If you're around uh, one to three on Saturday, give us a call. Elliot, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I'm ready to go 15 and one and end the year on a winning
2: record. And I hope, uh, you know, I hope we end up tied. I guess I hope you go one and 15. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, I don't really hope that. I don't go. hope that. I okay. hope you finish above five hundred. Yeah, just just let me get over five hundred. And we'll, we'll look. We'll be doing the playoffs. So like, it's yeah, not we're gonna over keep yet. we're gonna keep it going. Exactly. We'll pick every game in the playoffs and all that. And uh, my final thought is, I hope you go fifteen and one too, Elliot. How about that?
2: Thanks. Appreciate
1: that. All right. Uh, check us out on Saturday, of course. Sunday night, the late night. We'll be back after the game. So until then, he's Elliot James. We'll talk to you guys later.